Hi Gail, hi John, Richard and Claire here, Sunday, December the 30th. <clears throat> so I hope Christmas was good for you and the family, um, and we'll get cracking on this. So after the last time we sent a, a, a podcast, um, the next day then I think, oh we were going <clears throat> we to meet Tannerly. Um, our Finnish friend, Francie's mate from from Finland, um, had a nice meal with them and his new friend, quote unquote, uh, Janin from South Africa, really nice girl, really nice girl, got chatting and swapped numbers and stuff and she's been in contact and she's interested in coming back next year to help with something. Um, so, you know, we'll see how that goes, so that's very nice, she's really nice, really nice girl. Uh, then on the Friday then was uh, the last basketball and soccer for the older kids before Christmas. So we came and Finns had uh, arranged for uh, what they call slip and slide. So it's basically a massive long tarpaulin type thing um, that they put out on the pitch. And then the hoses, the hose pipes, you know, with the running water and the and the washing up liquid and all that and then you can run along and slide you know slide along it so they'd message us to say oh you know we're, they're doing it anyway during the day for the for the members if the kids want to come a bit earlier um, they will leave it out for them and they can have a little go on that uh, before they start their soccer and basketball so that was fine so we um, um, yeah the girls uh, the, well the girls and the boys the boys didn't want to do it they just wanted to play football but the girls all did it oh Esther did it Esther did it uh, it was good fun, so we got some pictures and videos of that. Uh, and then we had the soccer and the basketball, and then after that, then um, we took them round to uh, a warung in Changu, just around the corner, for um, instead of having the you know the bunkus in the car park on the floor and the bananas and stuff, we thought oh, we'll go and get them some. I mean, nasi goreng again because it's just it's cheap and it's easy. Um, so we did that, uh, we took them around the corner to this warung and basically I think they closed the warung for us because we filled it. It was 24 kids uh, and then there were six adults. Um, so Martin was very uh, very keen for this to happen as well so he uh, he came a lot, he came with us, obviously he was with us anyway doing the basketball and uh, brought two, two good friends of his. Um, and then Megan, the yoga, yoga instructor from Sano, she came as well. Uh, which was really nice, and then Claire and myself. Um, yeah, so Tanu, the gym instructor, was going to come but couldn't make it unfortunately, and he was gutted actually once he when he saw the videos and the pictures and stuff. Um, so he had a really really good time for an hour or so there. Some food. Um, Claire had made all these presents for all the kids, so they all had those uh, necklaces and uh, and bracelets and stuff. Um, oh, we got <laughs> the, the Starbucks planner. If you remember, I was talking about that last time. We were hoping to get enough points um, to get ourselves a second one to give to Ambu. Um, well, we did it. No problem. I don't know whether that's a good thing or not. Um, so she was super thrilled with that. Um, and we gave Aaron the, um, the, little, the little book on how to write your own stories. She was chuffed with that and then necklaces and bracelets for all the other kids and then they took back with them a bag full of um, stuff for all the other kids as well. 
Uh, they had a great time. We played lots of games, uh, like the, there's a game called Heads and Tails. Um, flip of a coin, and you you know you either choose heads or tails, and then if you if you choose wrongly, then you sit down, and at the end, basically, then there's there's a winner, you know, stuff like that. Um, then Katie's made some cookies, so the next game then was um, put the cookie on your forehead, and you have to get it from your forehead into your mouth <clears throat> without using your hands. <laughs> So they were all flexing facial muscles they never knew they had. Uh, it was hilarious. Uh, again, we got videos and stuff of that as well. So it was a really, really lovely evening. All enjoyed thoroughly. Very grateful, very appreciative as well, as they always are. Um, and, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah. Except one who uh, just forgets sometimes. Um, I would say how lucky she is, but, you know. Are you lucky having to live apart from your family? I don't know. Um, anyway, all good. All good. Really, really enjoyed. Very stressful for me, of course, because I can't help but get stressed over stuff like this. But of course, as usual, it all worked out really, really well. Uh, so Saturday then, we, uh, we were pack what we. Claire was packing. Um, I don't do packing and uh, uh, sorting out the uh, presents for Francie's family in Sumba and also presents for Kate and Francie as well. Um, picking up, getting lots of photos printed. Claire did um, some... Uh, it was a photo album for Francie's mum and dad. Um, but there were lots of other photos as well, weren't there? I can't quite remember. How it was just family photos for them all to have little little keepsakes and stuff. Um, which was, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, so we did all that, got the photos ready, got the presents packed, got all the bags packed. And then Claire realised that on the Friday the night before, when she'd given all the, the other presents for all the other kids, you know, little little packages with their names on, um, she'd forgotten to give them the presents for the babies. I say the babies, not babies anymore, are they? But, you know, Aria, Yosio, Yosaya, May, May, Grace... Catalia, uh, Raysan, uh, Zuli, you know, all that. Aria, I said Aria. Um, so um, we we had to, I mean, we were in Changu and there's no way we we're going to drive all the way down there. So we go-jacked it. <laughs> it's only a little, only a little bag because it was just, again, it was like um, little toy cars and you know, matchbox cars and, is it matchbox? Matchbox in our day, but... Um, Oh, what's the name of them? Not that it matters. Uh, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Um, and bits and bobs, you know, stuff like that. So it was only it was a small a small package. So the guy came, I think it cost like 30,000 rupees. And uh, I could track him, obviously, on the way. You had to pay him first. And he went down and he delivered um, into security. And they handed it then to Tina. Uh, and then she sorted it out with the kids and then sent some pictures of the kids with their presents. So, yeah, all good. Uh, yeah, so then Sunday morning, off to uh, the airport. We were flying at 10.20. Um, got there in plenty of time. Um, all packed up. Francie and Katie all excited about the trip. Flight was delayed two hours, but, you know, we had... We obviously, first stop was Starbucks once we, once we checked in. Uh, a coffee there quickly because we thought we were going to have to go to the gate. We got to the gate and 
delayed. Uh, anyway, found another coffee shop um, and had another coffee um, and some other drinks and whatever and just sat there. They had internet, so the kids were happy. Kids, Francie and Katie, you know, watching videos or whatever they do. Um, and I watched some other video tutorials as well on this online business stuff, trying to trying to get my head around it. But I think my age is, is causing problems. But there we are. Uh, that was fine there. We just got on the plane. Off we go. Francie all excited. The landing was a little rough. Um, so he had a couple of uh, strange expressions on his face. But <clears throat> yeah, no problem. In there then, off uh, we'd, we'd arranged for a guy to meet us at the airport. Um, a guy that works for a, another guy that we've met in Bali. Um, through various things and he'd arranged for this guy to come and meet us so he met us, took us to the hotel, hotel on the beach um, white sand, blue sea you know, beautiful um, hotel's nice, you know, it is nice um, but it's, uh, it could do with a bit of work but uh, you know, not a lot well, I think it was full for Christmas Eve, the hotel but you can see, especially on the beach as well with, this, with the extra sort of content of salt in the air and stuff you know, things are start. Things need attention now, but it's still all right. So we'd booked uh, two rooms. We booked a, a single room for us, which was upstairs, and then out down the steps towards a bit closer to the beach. They have two what they call bungalows. You know, grass roofed, alang alang, um, and bedek. Call it bedek uh, walls. This crisscross lattice type wall stuff. You know, um, beautiful. Uh, so we bought one of those for Kate and Francie as a surprise. So we took them. What did we do? We did, oh, we told them no. We told them to wait in our room. And then Claire and I went down to the bungalow and basically went in and dressed it as far as you know, got all the presents out and stuff and laid them up and also taped them up so they couldn't see what they were and all that. And then then brought them down and they you know they were thrilled. They loved it. And a beautiful outdoor bathroom as well with a shower and yeah, gorgeous. So they were really, really happy with that. Um, they were very keen to open their presents. Um, but um, we said no, but we let them open one present first because it was uh, uh, two sets of snorkels, mask and, and tube. Because um, well, we, know that we, knew, we knew they'd like to go in the water uh, and see and do some snorkeling, so they did that. Um, there's always a catch with a, with a paradise beach, um, lots of rocks at the shore, but uh, so, and we've got boots here that we could have taken, you know, the, the wetsuit type boots, but we just didn't think, so anyway, that was okay. So they did that, and then went to the pool, and they did a bit of snorkeling in the pool, uh, had some food, but we couldn't go anywhere, we didn't have a car at that point, because the guy dropped us off and then gone. Um, so we just, we ate at the hotel. Um, again, the menu is quite basic, um, but it was yeah, it was fine. We, we did all that, and then we went to bed. It should have been about eight o'clock, I suppose, because uh, we'd arranged for the guy to come back in the morning at seven. No, seven or eight. Eight. Um, after breakfast, and he was then going to give us the car. Uh, so, anyway, we went to bed about eight o'clock. Anyway, but 9.30, we're up in our room now. Uh, 9.30 is knock on the door. Oh, who's that? Uh, so in the bungalow, down down by the beach where Kate and Francie were, 
there's no air conditioning. There was um, there's a ceiling fan that was very fast, and when we were in there early on in the day and in the early evening, the fan you could feel the fan it you know, felt fine. I hadn't really given it any more thought than that. But of course, once once the night settled in, um, you know, even even Francie just couldn't handle it. Just couldn't handle it. So knock on the door anyway. Can we sleep in your room? So they slept on the floor. Handle the heat. Couldn't handle the heat. Can we sleep on the floor in your room? Yeah, no problem. So they brought their duvets up. They, oh, they'd gone to reception to ask if there was another room they could use. And they, no, no, it's all full. Can't go. So they came and slept on the floor in hours in the aircon. So they were. That was. It was fine. It was fine. And they still used the room during the day, uh, during the days because we were there for two nights. Um, and then the second night, then I think it had been more cloudy and they'd had they'd had rain quite a lot at one period. So they tried again, thinking it would be okay. But again, by by nine o'clock, they were <laughs> they were up in our room. Um, which was also nice because Christmas morning then, although it was about 5.30 when they were up and making noises, and then 6, I think, by the time they actually got up, you know, they were all excited about, Francie in particular, excited about um, uh, opening the presents and stuff like that. And they'd made a present for us. They'd, uh, they'd gone to Starbucks and, and like, like last year, I don't know if we probably told you, but last year, yeah, we did. They did these nail art things with a piece of wood with nails in the shape of two angel wings and then threads threaded string through them to one with a J on, one with a P on, Jack Price, uh, and then given them to us last year. So they're on the wall in our room now. Um, and then this year, then they got two, two little Starbucks, tiny little Starbucks mugs, espresso mugs, I think they are. And then they draw on J and P on those as well. So we're going to find a way to try and attach those to the wall too. So that was nice. And then off they went down to their room. Did we go down with them? For them to open their presents? No, I don't we did we? No, they... Yeah, we gave them half an hour and then we went down. Um, so that was the yeah, air chuffed with that. Uh, so then yeah, that Oh that was Christmas morning, I've missed a day now, sorry. The following so Christmas yeah, twenty third we got there. Twenty fourth then Christmas Eve. Uh, in the morning the guy came back with a car uh, and then we had to go back with him to his place and then he showed us the route to get to this place called Waikuri, which is a, a lagoon just just off the be off the off the shore behind the rocks. This beautiful blue blue lagoon, basically, gorgeous thing. because um, they wanted to go uh, the kids wanted to snorkel there, so we got the car, went back to his place and I took over. And this is the first time I've driven a car in two and a half years. No problem, um, just as boring and annoying as it was before. Uh, you know, picked it up very, very quick. Well, straight away. It was like it. It was like I'd never stopped. Um, and then the road down to this place was actually a really good road. No problem. Took us about thirty minutes to get there. Beautiful blue lagoon. But obviously tourism is, is starting to happen there. So there were a few people there when we got there early. But then as we were leaving, there were more and more. There were locals, you know, setting up stalls, were selling coconuts and, you know, the pot me, um, these, you know, the traditional sarongs, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of stallholders there. So they're obviously expecting a lot of people during the course of the day. So Kate and Francie went in the water and did lots of snorkeling because the water's so clear. Um, loads of fish in there, snakes, sea snakes on the bottom as well. Lots of uh, urchins too. The, uh, Bulu Babi, they call them. Bulu's hair. 
or hairy, and Babby's pig, and they call them hairy pigs. But they're basically sea urchins that if they if they prick you, um, you know, it's straight off to hospital. Um, so, but the, like, I mean, this lagoon was pretty deep, so there was no no worry about them getting any, anywhere near those. There was a place to jump in, which would have been about a four meter jump, and a few people did do it. But and they were saying, yeah, it's no problem. Didn't get anywhere near the bottom when they when they jumped in and landed in. But Kate and Francie decided not to risk it. Um, yeah, but um, you know, I say as gorgeous as it was, and there was a, like a. a, a a path and bridges going all the way around and you can get out and look over the rock face to the sea crashing against the, the rocks there and then take some great photos, blah, blah, blah. Um, but already the plastic thing is starting to creep in. Such a shame. Um, the kids said that when they were snorkeling around um, in one particular area, why it was in one particular area, which doesn't make you wonder why it's happened, um, down at the bottom, they said there were just hundreds and hundreds of plastic bottles, which obviously filled with water and settled on the bottom, but just, you know, not just a few, but a, a considerable amount already in the bottom of this lagoon, which doesn't bode well because, you know, tourism's on the increase down in that, that part of the world. You know, I can't say I'm, I'm, I'm not particularly... I understand, you know, the problem that plastic is causing but um, I'm not particularly bothered about doing anything about it but when you when you see it I don't know sounds bad and it's somebody else's problem I've got another I got another I got enough to deal with without worrying about trying to save the earth from plastic no, somebody else it? yeah but somebody else can worry about the big the bigger picture but when you see it when you see it um, in a place like that where you know that you know there's a chance for the locals to be able to improve conditions for themselves or, you know, get some money, get some more business, some more trade, something other than having to do the rice fields because that's, that's um, off and on anyway, isn't it? Um, you know, there's another way to earn some money and, and, you know, generate income and stuff and improve the conditions for themselves. But, you know, it's not, you know, the plastic that's around there, and it was plastic, you know, in and around amongst the trees and the bush and stuff like that, where these people have their stalls and stuff, it's not, it's not the, it's not the tourists, or it's not the boule that are doing it. It's the Indonesians that are doing it. It's, there's a lot of Indonesian tourists going there, because I think, you know, you can see by uh, Bali domestic, Denpasar domestic airport, you know, the the um, it's very busy. Um, there's a massive multi-story car park being built. Um, which shows that there are more and more, I think it shows that there are more and more Indonesians, not just tourists, but Indonesians traveling around Indonesia by plane. Um, so more more and more people are going to be going to these places, even local, because it's a quick hop over, it's a cheap holiday, it's somewhere different. Um, and they're just not, is it educated, bothered, interested? I don't know, it's just educated, I think is probably the best way to say it. Just not educated about what to do with the plastic. It's just too easy just to sling it over your shoulder. And the stall holders are doing it as well. Um, so, you know, who are we to go in there and stamp our feet and blah, 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 which we're not going to do, but it's just such a shame if they could just... Uh, there probably isn't even, like, a municipal refuse tip on the island. 
You know, there isn't anywhere for anybody to take their rubbish, even if it ends up as a in a mountain like it does at Sarangan on in Bali, which is horrendous now, and the smell. Um, but even having just one dedicated area on the island where it could all end up is better than them just slinging it over their shoulders everywhere they go. Um, but you know, anyway, a job for another time. But yeah, I mean, the lagoon, lagoon still was just gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, and Kate and Fancy loved it. Oof, went on a bit about that, didn't I? Uh, snorkeling, yeah, Christmas morning, up in the presents, uh, and then um, ten o'clock, nine thirty, nine thirty, ten o'clock, we headed off to nine o'clock. We headed off to Tanarara, um, and this was uh, a trip. <clears throat> straight through the middle, um, up and up and through the hills. Uh, it took us three hours in the car, um, but you know, windy roads, but very very well maintained roads. Yeah, great. Um, lots to see, different little you know encampments and villages and um, stuff like that. Yeah, nice. You know, three hours. So I don't miss driving at all because that was that was yeah that was torturous as far as the driving was concerned. But anyway, got into Tanarara at about twelve o'clock. Uh, thankfully, missed church because <laughs> we're not church people. Um, we were worried about being sort of dragged into that, but they were all that was all done and dusted by the time we got there. Um, so that was fine. Uh, met the family, very, very pleased to see us. Francie as well, Francie, you know, like a bouncing bean, um, as he is now when he goes back. All happy. Uh, met Dommy, his brother, seemed happy enough. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, so we had some food. Uh, I can't remember what we did then, I think. There were a lot of visitors, a lot of people coming back and forth. And I, um, not sure... Uh, some some of it's to do with the fact that the Boulay have come to visit, but I think a lot of it as well was to do with the fact that it was Christmas. Lots of toing and froing. So very busy with uh, with people coming and going. Uh, went round to see Francie's grandmother, which is Francie's mum's mum. She's late eighties, I think. But uh, yeah, great spirits. Uh, went round there and met another another section of Francie's family that we hadn't met before. Um, which was nice. Um, uh, also, good as well. We had a little walk around the a bit of their land that's close to where the where the houses are, uh, around the back. If you if you remember where Francie's the big family house is, and then across the road on the crossroad is the little shop that they had, and then behind that you just you walk through the tree, the, the coconut trees, and down into the into the rice fields. <coughs> so I had a look down there. Um, they didn't have any rain in November, so it set them back. Um, so the crops aren't as far ahead as aren't, aren't as far on as the, as they should be, which has caused a bit of trouble. So they're a bit short. They're a bit short of rice. So Francie only took his dad off to the market and came back with this whopping great big sack full of rice. Um, it was enormous, fifty kilo bag, I think. And uh, he said that should keep them going for the next four or five months. And Francie paid for that himself. It was about 500,000. Um, so he did that. So he, and he was very, very you know, chuffed, very pleased to be able to do that for them. Um, uh, but yeah, apart from that, I mean, the, you know, there are lots and lots of rice planted. 
uh, and starting lots and lots of corn. Corn is the big thing, loads and loads of corn planted. Um, and they'd also gone into the pumpkins and things like that uh, from the seeds that we'd given when we went in June. Um, this is on their land as well as in the veg garden because we were worried about going back to the veg garden having seen it progress so well um, in June when we went the two, the two visits. Um, it was amazing. We were just worried that we were going to turn up and find it barren again. But no, absolutely full and plentiful. Loads and loads of corn. Um, watermelon. Uh, pumpkins. Uh, Terrong, which is uh, like aubergine type stuff, eggplant. Um, they'd also planted um, the seeds from the papaya, uh, papaya seeds, papaya seeds that we we'd brought over as well. So they were like half a dozen decent sized papaya tree plants on their way, with a bit of fruit coming as well. They'd also planted those down on their on their land as well. So hopefully that's just you know ongoing now. They can get fruit, um, you know, much more much more regularly. Um, yeah, really, really pleased with that. Uh, yeah, and also um, Jonathan's aunt and uncle, or you know, adopted mum and dad, uh, came to visit as well, and they said that you know they they were using the seeds, and that was all going really well. And then across the road at Francis' cousins or aunts and uncles or his dad's his dad's brother possibly or his dad's uncle. Um, their garden was plentiful as well, and they got lots of chili in there growing and papaya as well, and uh, yeah, all looking really good. But uh, and, and the whole the whole island is just so green because obviously last time you know every time we we've been before it's been in the June in the dry season and everything's brown, and it was just I mean driving from the west through to Lewa Tanarara up over through the hills and stuff. I mean we kept saying. This looks like Wales. This looks like North Wales. This looks like Snowdonia. This is, you know, you you could you could think that you were in Wales. Um, yeah. So yeah. So then uh, we went on the next morning, then, which was Boxing Day morning. Uh, we went to we planned to go to Tarimbang, which is a uh, another beach that the kids had gone to last June um, but they were, they went down like on the evening before the following morning that we were going home so we and they stayed there for like a couple of nights but we couldn't go because obviously we were coming back to Bali um, so we went down because we'd seen the photographs you know, Narty and Nutri and stuff had put photographs on their on their WhatsApp and stuff and it was gorgeous so Kate and Francie wanted to go there so we planned to go there so we had the car which was a seven seater you know what's coming um, big families so um, we, we, without even realising it Domi had basically invited goodness knows how many people to come saying yeah yeah we've got the car we can go in the car we can go in the car um, which was a bit stressful then because I think we ended up with about 14 people wanted to fit in a seven seater car which didn't belong to us um, so it was a bit stressful for a bit anyway they took bikes as well so I think we ended up with about 10 or 11 in the car 10 maybe uh, Claire, me, Francie, Katie, uh, Francie's dad, uh, Salin's brother, uh, Kevin and Vandy and Farrell, cousins, and then three other girls who were other cousins that we'd met when we went to see his gran who wanted to come as well. Um, and 
said, yeah, we know they like the idea of the car. You know, don't often get to go in a car. You know, if they're on a motor transport, it's either a bike or the back of a pickup truck, but in a car, you know, really enjoy, you know, enjoy the idea of that. Anyway, bloody nightmare. Um, we had to, it was it was an hour and forty five minutes to get there. But again, the road was pretty good most of the way, but very windy, very slow, very narrow, and then slower again because lots of potholes in various points. Um, and as a result, the three girls got car sick, so we were stopping every twenty minutes for them to get out and throw up and then the bikes would catch us up or they would wait for us because they knew what was going on then we'd have to try and swap take some people off the bikes and put them in the car and then these girls out of the car and put them on the bikes to make see if it was better and anyway we got there in the end there's no problem oh Linda came oh Linda came on the bike and she and, and Sam Sailor's mum and dad um, anyway got there in the end uh, beach is gorgeous um, went in the water it was a small sort of little bit of uh, white water but surf uh, at the shore and we went in with the kids and we were doing sort of body surfing if you like and that worked out I loved it I absolutely loved it uh, and then they got some went across to the other side of the peninsula or whatever and where the fishing boats were and they bought some little some little fish and two mantas two manta rays not very big only I don't know about a foot long perhaps um, and then we, they made a fire and cooked the little fish and we had a little fish on the, on the side there and then cooked the manta and had the manta for tea. Uh, yeah, great. And then on the way back, of course, stopping again every 20 minutes because car sick again. But got back fine. It was no problem. It was fine. Re really worth doing. They had a really, really nice family day out. Um, I mean, they could do that any time, really, if they had enough motorbikes. So hopefully they will. They will do it a bit more. But yeah, really, really well worth going. Uh, we came back then, oh, so we're going back on the 27th in the morning, we? so this was Boxing Day 26, so we got back about 3 o'clock and then about 4, 4.30, um, we went to the watering hole, Mata Yang, as they call it, um, which is like this, you know, this, the natural spring thing where they go to shower. That's their shower, they go for a swim and that's their shower. So we've we, you know, done it loads of times with the kids, with Esto and stuff last time and the other kids. So we had the cars, it was the last jaunt in the car. So um, Grace, who's Salem's younger sister, Kevin's about 10, 11, Grace must be seven or eight, um, and a couple of the other younger kids. Uh, they weren't allowed to come to Turinbank for some reason, I'm not quite sure why. I mean. The, they wouldn't have been very safe in the well. We'd have been in the water with them, but maybe they were thinking the water was it was a bit dangerous for them to be near the water because they can't swim and all that. Maybe that's why. But of course, when we left to head off, you know, little sad faces sat at the sat at the doorway because they couldn't go and all that. So anyway, right, we'll go to Matayang, and usually they're not allowed to go there either. Again, I don't know why. Uh, although they can't swim, I suppose that's why it is. Um, but um, it's not a very big little pond that we that we go in but you could still get in trouble I suppose anyway I you know they I said look do you want to come said, yes yes please well, I said well go and ask your mums and dads now because it was Grace and also Ambu another little girl who was there another cousin and Farrell as well it was very small I also ran off to to ask Linda and, and Farrell's mum and the answer came back yes and they were so thrilled they were just Beaming, so bump, you know, jumping up and down, bouncing. They were so excited to come. So we all jumped in the car and went down to this place. And then um, Katie and I helped the, you know, the girls with the, with the, just that little go at swimming, uh, swimming lessons, and 
making sure that they were okay, staying, not going into the deep bit and all that, and they're just screaming and whooping and yelping, and the other boys who Francie and Katie taught to swim last time in June were there, and they're very strong swimmers now, and jumping in and swimming. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant, they had a great time. And then back we went then for tea. Uh, and... And that was it then, just more sort of chatting back and forth uh, through the evening, had some more food, more visitors, stuff like that. And then the uh, following morning then, 6.30 then, back off to the airport. Uh, we had, Of course we had to drive back to Turimbang, uh, not Turimbang, to Tambolaka, because that's where we flew in for the west, because we had to get the car back. So we went back and we gave the car back to the airport, on the plane, home we went, and then straight out on the bikes from the airport, straight to Starbucks for a coffee. Uh, did that and then back. Uh, yeah. So I've gone on a bit with this one, I'm nice. Sorry about that. Uh, so then for, that was Thursday. So then on Friday, then we went uh, had soccer and basketball again, uh, which was good. Smaller group this time, certainly for the soccer. Um, I think they had other things going on. Christmas and New Year and all that coming around, so but it was it was still a decent session and the basketball was good, um, and uh, did all that and then Kate sort of uh, Kate's still on holiday so she's she went diving yesterday and she's diving again today trying to get get these dives clocked up to do this to get to her uh, dive master thing so that's you know that's good. Francis back in work, um, he's having to do a ten day straight uh, set. I think he's making up for the four days he had off. Um, and New Year's Day, I think he's like working 3 p.m. till midnight. There's a big part, a uh, big sort of something going on. New Year's Day for some reason. I think New Year's Eve he finished, he's doing 7 a.m. till 4 p.m. So they can, he's out of there early enough. Um, we don't have any plans for New Year's Eve at the moment. I'm hoping to avoid anything really. Katie mentioned Uluwatu for her and Francie. Um, sounds like, sounds like torture to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens anyway. Um, so that's that, uh, and then into the new year we go, and then before we know it, you'll be here too, Gail. So there we are. I don't think there's anything else to uh, to mention. Oh, we're going to meet Neil today. Uh, we're going to head off quite soon, actually. It's ten thirty now, so we've got to leave at about eleven. Oh, meeting Neil for for coffee after his church. This is the, f this is the first time in three weeks because things happening all the time. Like last Sunday, we were flying. Sunday before, Francie was playing in that charity football match. Uh, I think the Sunday before something happened as well, didn't it? Oh, the kids had a football tournament. Yeah, so the first time in a while, so we didn't see him over Christmas, so that'll be nice. Uh, no no further movement on the bike as yet, the motorbike. Um, the money still hasn't arrived back in the UK, and I, I'm convinced now that it's it's still with the pump, the, the bank in Indonesia, who I think notified Honda to say that they have the money, but they can't put it into an account because that account doesn't exist. Because because Honda gave me the wrong details of the, of the wrong account name, um, or the name of the account that they gave me doesn't match the number of the account that I gave. So they can't tie it up. So it's in that sort of limbo state. And then the the format is then it gets returned to the UK. But I don't think it's been the the button to be pressed to send it back by whoever it is that is sat at their desk doing sweet bugger all hasn't been pressed, that's what I think, but of course the salesman hasn't got a clue. Um, he says that he's asked, but he's probably asked somebody in the Honda cashier office who says, yeah, yeah, it'll go back, yeah, it'll be sent back. 
Um, has it? Yeah, yeah, don't worry, it will, it will, it will, but it, but it bloody well hasn't. Lazy gits. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh dear. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Oh, and we've also booked flights for Singapore. Um, we're going to Singapore for the next visa run on the 11th, 10th, 10th of January, so we're back on the 11th. Uh, and I think Francie then and Katie are meeting uh, Nikki on the 12th or 13th, something like that. Anyway, so we, we've talked about that already. So, yeah, there we are. All done. So, uh, until the next one, lots of love to you all. Uh, and hope you have a hope you had a really nice Christmas with the family and everything. And hope you have a nice New Year too. And we'll, uh, perhaps we'll get another one in, another podcast in before you come, Gail. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so see you soon.